Moto Academy podcast, number one podcast in motocross. We're back. Cameraman Cam ordered some podcast arms, but then we forgot that we got to hide the cables. We'll get there. One step at a time. We have some more cables to hide. Every episode you see, we're going to figure it out. Also, we have figured out the Ali and AJ episode came out. Yeah. I, I, I wanted to watch it because I don't know what we talked about. I didn't know it came out. Yeah. How's it looking sound? A uh, couple moments were pretty blown out, but that's okay. Okay. But I mean, the and fan uh, was a little loud. Fan was loud, but we did also, I just figured out the AC. Yeah. So I don't, I got to learn how to work my van. I figured out that the AC has different mo fan speeds. It's in fan speed one. You guys shouldn't be able to hear it. And hopefully if you're watching, if you're inside of the Moto Academy app, club.themotoacademy.com. Hopefully we're starting to really make it look better. Each episode we should have more cables hidden, more cool goodies. We're getting it figured out. We're, we are getting it figured out. Uh, okay, what episode is this? 52. Wow, we're cooking. We're so, really cooking. Okay, that's an interesting concept. Because everything before 50, you're like, this is taking forever. Now that we've crested 50, we're cooking. We're cooking now. Okay. <laughs> oh, we're cooking. That's good to know. Well, um, what's exciting is it's getting to the point. Still f don't fully feel confident. When can I live stream from here? What as do I soon as that? we drill some holes. We're just oh, about there. That's all we need? Well, I got to show you how to use OBS, but which is. But I will thing. say, I feel good about the fact that Allie and I came in here by ourselves without your help mm -hmm. and recorded an episode. A little bit of help. Did I have help setting it up or something? Yeah, the SD card scenario. And then I had a remote in to send the footage, and it was kind of, you oh, know, but oh, no, no help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, you did it on your own. Good job. But overall, it sounded fine and it looked fine. Yeah, it was all right. Okay, he's saying it was all right. It'll do. I guess I'll have to go into Moto Academy to see the comments. A little long. How long are we talking? Uh, about 140. Okay. Well, I have to ask Driver Jamie and get his feedback because well, usually he's got the accurate podcast feedback. Yeah, thanks. He uh -huh. likes the he likes the long episodes. Yes, he does. So, uh, what else is new? You picked These, a trip winner. I picked a trip winner. Mm -hmm. We picked a trip winner collectively. We picked a trip winner. Brian and Bre his son Brevin. That's cool. Super cool. Father-son combo. Wicked cool. They Then their story is cool. Do you know their story? I uh, sure don't. <laughs> He's a professional fisherman. Really? He has just launched an online platform for on for fishermen. What? To Like, it's the Moto Academy of, of fishermen. That is so cool. His son, him and his son attended a class last year in North or South Carolina. His son crashed in the first lap, got run over by somebody and got hurt. He was fine. Didn't even break anything, I don't think, but left. Holy cow. The class. That was their first class ever. So good start. I did the old, hey, we'd love to have you back. I want to have you guys have a better experience than that. They subscribed to the app. They came back to class, and now they're full-blown Moto Academy, and now they've won a trip. Wow. So that's, that's a epic. cool story. Yeah, that's cool. So we're going to fly in, Brian, uh, or they're going to drive. I think they're from North or South Carolina. Brian and Brevin, October 6th and 7th, I think they're going to come. So pretty much soon. by the time this episode comes out, almost. Well. It'll be another week, and then they're already coming. Holy cow. Pretty cool. Also, we picked Premix Papa, who we are going to fly Premix Papa to Tomahawk for a big event that we're going to do a Moto Academy ride day and a class at Tomahawk October 27th and 28th, I think. And Premix Papa is going to join us there. We're also picking another trip winner and announcing another trip giveaway 
that will be for Tomahawk. So I'm going to pick somebody. We're going to pick somebody. It's getting announced very soon. So if you're in the app, you're going to, we're picking more people to fly out. I'm spending more money. If you're not in the app, club.themotoacademy.com. Get inside of the app for your chance to win one of these trips. I've been saying this for a while, but the plan is to start doing them more and more frequently. As soon as we have a home base, it's going to be every month without question. But for right now, we're firing them off. We just picked a winner and we're going to fire up another promotion Friday. What day is it? Uh, I don't know. Tuesday? It's Tuesday. Yeah, I think this is Friday. Holy cow. I don't freaking know. You know, Thank this God is, we got Tony now. Well, this is why people are always like, oh, you guys don't know anything about dirt bikes. It's like, yeah, because we don't. We don't. Look at all the other stuff we got to do. <laughs> there, uh, it, it's a lot to keep track of. Sometimes when we have these team calls, I'm in my head just like, what is going on? <laughs> thankfully, we leave more confused than when we start. Thankfully, we have just hired a COO. Shout out Tony. Tony. And a couple of our employees are now shifting into full-time roles. We're bringing on another film guy. So I think we're going to be in a spot where we should be slightly more organized, at least I hope. It, I feel like the past couple of weeks, it's been getting to a point where behind the scenes, it is starting to operate a little bit more in control. It just takes a while. To, like For me to teach Tony, I don't care how much experience you have as a COO or somebody in that role, for, for somebody to be taught all of the specifics, like there are so many specific things about Moto Academy, mm -hmm. like everything. It's all very, very specific, every single part of it. It's so oh, yeah. confusing. And then I think I teach him all of it, but that's not the case. There's things that pop up left and right. right. But what's nice is like, as soon as one thing pops up and we remember that I didn't teach him it and he didn't really kind of be onboarded in whatever that specific thing is he learns it check it off the list move on to the next thing so i think we'll i think we'll actually be in a good spot no yeah, we'll right. we're growing people wow. running a business is way more difficult than being a professional dirt bike rider <laughs> oh, dude way more difficult what yeah the scaling of the employees to actually try to grow it if i if we had started moto academy and it just remained me and you that's easy. Hmm. But when you try to add three, four, five, yeah. six, seven people and try to do it in a way where you are still profitable and the right. people are good and it is so freaking hard. Yeah. It is so hard. Man. No, it's it's like wildly confusing, to be honest. There's so many problems to solve all of the time. That That is kind of what it is, though, right? I mean, you're you really... But that's like why businesses are created is to solve problems, right? What's the problem you solve? And it's base level. People don't know how to ride dirt bikes. Yeah. Right. Like that's literally why businesses exist. And I feel like I, I spend less time solving that problem than all the other problems. Well, but that's not going to be the case now. Thank goodness. Right. And I've also spent less time riding my dirt bike because I've been solving so many problems. But that you know, that's why I encourage people, though, I guess bike. when you have an opportunity to scale, do it in a really, do it in a calculated way, but it's worth, it's worth at least making an attempt to do because what I see most business owners do is they, I, unless by choice, they just stay small forever and try to just micromanage everything and do it themse themselves and only them forever. And I think that Moto Academy, there's no option. We have to, 
it's getting it's growing too quickly to where I don't have a, a choice. You have to take risks. That's the biggest thing. It's just everything's a risk. Yeah, and it's time risks too, because if you hire somebody and it's a bad hire, you waste however much time it is. Yeah. A year, two years. Right. I mean, just to just to get somebody up to speed is like mm-hmm. an unbelievable amount of work. Like Yeah. Crazy. But it's fun and it's rewarding. And the fact that the whole uh, question or problem number one, root problem is helping people on their dirt bikes. That's so fun. Yeah, right. It's a good problem to solve. Yeah, if your business boils down to the root problem, problem is like something really crappy, like yeah, sewage. <laughs> I guess you're right. <laughs> you have a point. Right. Yeah, that would be. But our root problem is is teaching people how to ride dirt bikes, and that's pretty fun. Right. Today we had uh, how what like what the the demographic of these classes are unbelievable. This when was people, a weird one. Well, yeah, it was. <laughs> it, it was, and especially for New England, it this wasn't a typical New England class. No. Like usually, so yeah. Win, Winchester would I would think bring kind of. Somewhat faster people, maybe more racer type people. When we were driving down, I was talking to Cole, uh-huh. and I was like, it was a buddy who I brought to class today. And I was like, Winchester usually attracts the fast kids. Yeah. You know, like, just typically. What are you doing? Is this what this is for? This is not the time. <laughs> Even if it is what it's for, it's not the time. That's, that's actually really nice. It just sits there? I, I guess. I don't know if that's All right, we're playing with the new boom arm, guys. Podcast. So you were having the same conversation? Yeah, on the way down. I was like, you know, usually, I mean, we get a lot of beginners. We get a lot of vet guys. But, you know, Winchester typically is, is fast. Yeah, kids. Winchester classes are typically uh, people that race Winchester or mm-hmm. people that race NESC. Sometimes it's uh, vet riders, but vet ri- fast racer vet riders. Today was a whole variety. Uh, we had three girls. Yep. Am I okay? Is it recording? Don't scare me like that. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Three girls. We had three girls, mm-hmm. all of which were very good. Yeah, oh which yeah. they always are. Always. Every single time. <clears throat> we had a couple of, of older dudes, one mm-hmm. of which I rode his bike all day long, and he was so happy that I was riding his bike. Oh, yeah. yeah ever, okay. So, <laughs> oh, I don't want to sound like a... Oh, that East? window's open. I left that open all day by mistake. Okay. I don't want to sound like a jerk. So tell me if this makes me sound like a jerk, because I don't mean to come off that way. But, like, historically, when people want you to ride their bike, mm-hmm. it's usually clapped <laughs> for some reason. It's usually clapped, yeah. isn't it? Like, Yeah, that, that is true. And today... Did you see him offer up his bike? Yeah, I was like, oh. No. I almost didn't even have a choice. He rolled it forward oh, to know. me so aggressively. He's like, take this, take this. And I was like, well, I was like, because oh, I tell you what, in looking at it, I wouldn't have chose it. Yeah, well, right. It, it looks old. Yeah, it looks clapped. <laughs> but it wasn't. It was prime. It had three hours on it, it right? It was prime. Or something like so that? So it was or? a 2018 Honda 250F. And Geico graphics. But why? I don't know why, but just by looking at it. Dude, Geico it, and it had the gecko on it. Did it? Yeah. It looked like, like, not that it was dirty. I guess it was just the older model. So it just looked old. Like I would never, no offense guys, at class, I would never willingly choose a a four stroke that were uh, noticeably like the older 
or a couple models older. Right. Like a 2018, no way. I'm not picking a 2018 four-stroke. I'll right. pick a 2018 two-stroke, absolutely. But not a 2018 four-stroke. It had like a few hours on it. I hopped on it. It was so tight. Motor was perfect. Everything felt tight. Yeah. And so I just rode that bike the whole day. Yeah, it was set up perfect, and he was so excited. I couldn't believe it. When you came back, I was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> yeah, he was so excited. Dude's I've dreams learned, are going to be crushed. I've learned to be careful, a little bit more careful about my feedback when I come off because I've broken some people's hearts in the past. Oh, I think. yeah. Broke my heart. So <laughs> your bike was good today. Yeah. It your is. bike I love it. got better. And it's for sale. No, I'm just kidding. It's fun. At these classes, if, for those of you that are like, what are they talking about? I don't bring a bike. I fly in with a gear bag today. I drove, but I didn't. Still didn't bring a bike, even though I was supposed to. Oh well. And thankfully, I didn't. Yeah. I, there was no real need. No, you wouldn't have been cleaning it anyway. It would have stayed in the van. Yeah, I and mean, yeah, I got to sell that thing. It was mud. If anybody in the Moto Academy wants to buy my straight rhythm bike, what? I think I'm gonna sell it. Dude, okay. What are you gonna do with it tomorrow? Because it's different every day. Yeah, <laughs> I think I'm gonna like, sell it. Hurry up! Somebody hurry up and buy it before I change my mind. That's creep. So I ride random bikes, which is really fun. Probably a little dangerous for me, but it just makes me good at being able to adapt. Because think of how many weird, wacky, different, crazy setups I've ridden. You name it. Yeah, I've ridden it. I've actually noticed that. Like when I come to class, every once in a while, somebody will loan me a bike. I have yeah, a very yeah. hard time riding bikes that aren't mine. You, but you, you're getting to the point where you ride quite a few bikes, or you've ridden quite a few bikes. Every time I turn around, you're on somebody, somebody else's bike. Right, but <laughs> <laughs> thank you, everybody. Show up to MX twenty three and just like on a KTM. Cam's out there. Well, whose bike is he on? Yeah, no, it was he awesome. was on Dixon Ball's bike. Yeah, I think so. In <laughs> yeah. the app, yeah, that was great. Uh, no, but it's not easy. It's actually really difficult. Um, mm -hmm. Today was fun. I love. Oh. I love riding dirt bikes, dude. It just makes me happy. Winchester needs to be watered more until deeper. Mm -hmm. Because when it's like that, it's sick. To the end of the day. So basically, it rained all day yesterday. Typical New England for this summer. It rained all day yesterday. Moved class from yesterday to today. Thank God. Okay. And today, it was a mud fest in the morning. But in the afternoon, it was unbelievable. It, was de it developed like perfect. I would have loved to have done just like... 30s just uh, cruise yeah. forever gosh it was because so the lines fun. were for it was like still sloppy in spots if you got out of the main line but in the main line it was deep loamy yeah forming ruts and the layout's technical so when it's rutted it's sick well so that's what i was going to say is like i came out i i did a warm-up motor or whatever and i came back and it, the track was really slow today yeah which that's I, was what, awesome yeah like oh man it's so much fun yep because so when fun. they don't prep it that deep it it's too fast. Yeah, yeah, I think I think they just got to till it, get the crazy deep rake that just digs in two feet, three oh, feet, whatever. And dude, then just, the one that Tomahawk has, it's right. like four yes, feet. That's what I was picturing as I was saying that. <laughs> that's what they should do because this is on a riverbed. So you think that it's dirt just like Bro MX or Rocky Hill used to be, which is river silt, which when it has moisture and it's tilled deep, it's sweet. And there's no rocks here. Yeah. At all. Right. Yeah, none. Uh, yeah. Super good. It's got potential. It's definitely got potential. What else happened? So the second SMX just occurred. Yes, it did. I watched it. Crazy. I watched it. Okay. I've been in, by the way, Charlotte. I was there. Didn't attend. I had class in Charlotte. Was in Charlotte for the race. Didn't feel like going. Watched it on TV. Chicago. Was there. You were there? Yep. I had class. What? 
And then I just flew out the day of the race because I didn't feel like staying for the race. So I'm sorry, guys. I'm not a true fan. Okay, but what? All right, let's talk about SMX. What is I, it? Dude, <laughs> the, the, the single double triple points, I finally understand why they did it. Because I it don't. made no sense. Why it's winner it? takes all next weekend. Because if they didn't do it, Hunter would have won this one. And then the third round is no good. Um, you know what I mean? So it'll be winner so takes all. So next round is triple points? Triple points. So the the gap between first and second is nine points. How many points is it to win? Well, it's nor I think it's normal. Guys, we don't, no, we it, don't know what's No, it's like on. 26, 23. No, it is. So it's normal. I think. Really? Every time I see the points on TV, it's like single digit numbers, and I'm trying to figure yeah, out what but it means. I, dude, maybe I don't know. I'm going to be honest. I don't watch the talking during the races, I just watch the races. Oh, me neither. I just skip. <laughs> That's why we don't know anything. <laughs> we just don't even watch the broadcast. Oh, Wait, oh, why no. do you not watch the? I don't have time. It? So you just what do you do, dude? The broadcasts are like four hours long. I just skip to the racing. Oh, because I don't watch oh, of it. Of course, I do that. Yes, yeah. but then, uh, do you listen to the audio when you skip to the racing? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I don't even do that. What do you do? I listen to it completely silently. Because Why? Allie, I, because I'm always in bed next to Allie, and she does not want to hear. And I could put in headphones. It's 2023, but you could do that. Yeah, the last two races, I just listened to it quietly, not quietly. So I listen listened, to I listened to it <laughs> with no sound. And the only time I turn the sound on is for the interview after yeah, right. the jet and rocks and thing happened. Because I'm like, ooh, this is interesting. Yeah, so I turned the volume up so I could hear what the interview sounded like, and that's it. That's all I know. Everything else, don't know what anybody said. So, all right, what do you think? I want to hear your opinion on tracks. I have an opinion on the oh, tracks. Which one would you have wanted to ride? Oh, the second one. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Far. That double double thing looked so much fun. Yeah. Like the track did did look kind of fun. However, not fun to race. I have a little bit of beef. Okay. It's a motocross track that's narrow. Wicked narrow. It's like what? I mean, okay, round one. Round one of SMX, the split lane. Off the start on the first lap, that was wicked cool. cool. Yeah, I like split lanes. Um, the dirt looked not awesome. No, it looked horrible. And looked slimy. The second track was way better. Right. Yeah, but it was a motocross track. But that's okay. I think it's yeah. that's the idea. I think it should be actually. I think it should be a motocross track, just laid out in whatever space they have available. I don't think it should be what the first one was, which the first one was a motocross track with. For some reason, the gnarliest rhythm section they've seen all year long tossed in. Yeah, I know. That's not okay. Well, apparently, round three is super cross. Like, as soon as all these guys try to think that they have their setups well, figured out, that's that. I mean, but that's what's going to happen to that's why everybody thinks Chase is just going to smack Jet around because Chase clearly has a super cross thing figured out. And Jet, first round, I don't know. I mean, Jet has a lot to prove, I think, at Well, the first three. one was just bad starts. Well, he also had Supercross suspension on. And you could I, tell they, the bike they, was not working. Didn't they have Supercross suspension in the second round? No, he was full motocross setup. Really? Dude, were you watching the bike? Dude, I don't know what I'm, I'm saying. I'm saying that off of the bike. Like, the bike was just, he was he definitely went to a motocross oh. setup. I guarantee it. Oh. I don't know that for a I mean, facts, I, I sure hope they would. I personally would have ran a, a motocross setup at the first round, even with that rhythm. Yeah, I would have just figured the rhythm out and much rather would have had my bike good for the rest of the track. 100%. 
Yeah. I mean, I basically rode a motocross setup in Supercross last year. <laughs> it was so soft. Uh, I would, uh, yeah, second track was cooler, but I do like split lanes. Have you seen a layout or anything for this third one? I haven't. But you've heard that it's supposed to be more Supercross? That's what everybody's saying, is it's supposed to be Supercross. I saw a post from Dean Wilson. He goes, I hope this is more Supercrossy the next one, because I've been riding and training a Supercross track, and I don't know what I was doing out there. <laughs> Dude, it's... uh. It's very interesting. I've had a lot of questions. I'm like, if they're going to do it, like, you know, you know what I thought? I might get roasted for this because it might be a bad idea. Cancel. It might be a bad idea. But you know what would be really cool? What? When I thought of SMX when they were like, before we had seen the tracks, before we had seen it actually happening, I was envisioning like going to a track like High Point and then at the top of one of the hills building a super cross section. Like going supercross and jump into the hills and ride motocross and then come back up and do oh supercross. That would have been sick. That's what you thought this was yeah, going to be? Yeah, I thought it would be so cool. Oh, geez. Thought about not knowing what setup to pick. Dude, it's just a narrow motocross track. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Do I, I think, think it's cool. It's, do you think it's fun to watch as a fan? Now, well, so here's, I have a little bit of beef with it. I'm sorry that I'm so opinionated, because I guys. Can't Don't come help, after me. I can't help but to watch the races, and the way I enjoy the race is based on how I think I would enjoy the track, which is probably a screwed up way to look at it. Well, I'll tell you my perspective from not that perspective. <laughs> is like, I look at, everyone was like, on the broadcast, like, oh, such close racing, you know? And I'm like, it's because they're all single file. Yeah, I know. Right? Am mm -hmm. I crazy? Like, again, round two is better. Mm. It was better than round one. Round one was like... No, round, round two is like... At one point in one of the motos, I don't know if it was 250 or 450, the top seven were all within four seconds, just single file. It's not like they were passing back and forth. They were just... Vroom, 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 vroom. Right. It was like NASCAR True. racing. True. That's what round one and two have both felt like was NASCAR racing. Hmm. Interesting. Here's that's, the why, that's why I wouldn't want to race it. Right. Because everybody's the same speed. Imagine right. a qualifying. I haven't looked at qualifying times because I don't pay attention to freaking anything. But uh, I imagine that they're just the the difference between first and thirtieth place must be nothing. I don't want to sound like I'm dogging on SMX. I think I like it. Great concept. Anything different is awesome. Creativity is cool. Uh, we really sound like we're dogging on it. No, I don't yeah. mean to be dogging on it. Yeah, me neither. I think it's awesome. Yeah, like <laughs> I I really do like it. I like. I think. I just I like wouldn't, want, I wouldn't want to race what's going on right now. Right. But I think, I mean, obviously things will change and I'm sure riders have feedback. I'm curious to know what the riders think. You know, like, I am curious to see what they say at the end of all this. But the single, double, triple points is super, like, interesting. It's very interesting. You know what I mean? Like, the fact that it is winner takes all at round three, basically. I don't even know who's winning. Who's winning? Well, Hunter. Hunter and Jet? No, I think I think Chase might have a point or a few points on Jet. But it doesn't matter because if Jet wins the third it's, round. Exactly. It's hmm. winner takes all. It's an interesting concept. Hmm. But it it's better weekend? than it getting yeah. It's better than it getting wrapped like, you know, a round early or whatever. So that's cool. Like the three rounds actually do matter. But um Okay. What uh what happened this weekend? Okay. What about Joshi Moda? Dude, just... Did you hear what, why he, like, freaked out? He, I didn't know. What do you mean he freaked out? Well, so, like, he hit his head and charged and then was, like, looked oh. dazed. Yeah? Did he, he bit his tongue. 
Oh, it, yeah, I bet it looked like something ha like that happened. Yeah, it was like, I was, because like everyone. bad bit his tongue? Oh, I don't know how bad. But apparently, I mean, he raced the next moto. How goofy been. looking was that when he did it? Dude, it like I a was. like a C-class guy coming out of the corner, just whacked his face, and I was like, oh, I was bet you. so confused, dude. Like, he, I mean, he, he comes out, and obviously he just hit the G out or whatever. But uh, it was so dramatic. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh. Dude. Yeah. There was a kid today that crashed that hit his head on his handlebars pretty hard, too. Really? Yeah. Is this it? This is it. Also, that just, outside. Oh, my God. Just ah, you know why, probably? I wonder how bad the shadows and everything oh, are. Oh, I mean, look at them. You it can see it. It looks like it was hard to see anything. Yeah, dark dirt and everything. Yeah, like you can't see what's going on there. Just, oh, oh man, wow, that is and so unexpected. What that is, is a slower rider in that situation would never experience that because you, your bike would have time to go into the hole and come out of the hole. But he was going s weird. Oh, it looks weird. even more bizarre in slow motion. Weird. I was just, it was huh. so, it was like wicked yeah, he bit his tongue. I yeah, wonder how many of those guys wear mouth guards. Yeah. I know a few do. But I, don't. I think it's a good idea. Have you ever done that? No, I would. Oh, come I tried. On. Uh, I tried earplugs at Jet and Hunter's place. Loved it. I'm but doing they that. Don't stay so, in my ears. Oh, really? I would have to put them in and then tape, put tape over it, which I guess I could do. You can get them molded too. That's I've what I molded need. in ears. For That's music. what I need because I liked it making the bike quiet. It was cool. It, it felt like it just lowered my even with no other bikes out there just me riding a quiet bike I felt like it lowered my heart rate five beats per minute And then when you factor in if there were a lot of other bikes around you, it would really calm you down Interesting. I liked it. And I think the mouthpiece is good or whatever it's called mouth guard because you'd breathe in and out of your nose Probably Hmm where I just ride around like this Breathing out I of my mouth, thing, dude. <laughs> mouth wide open the whole time. So I, I feel like the mouth guard would make you breathe in and out of your nose. I've, and I've chipped all of my teeth at one point or another riding. So I, I'd recommend for the two people listening to this podcast try mouth guard, <laughs> Matt Flood, and uh, shout out Driver Jamie. By the way, shout out Driver Jamie. Hey, real quick, I want to talk about two things about Jet from SMS. Hang on a second. Hanging on. Did you see Driver Jamie in our team call? Dude, just looking snazzy, bro. Does he not look like a new? Like he, Ali. When we hung up the phone, Ali goes, "Driver Jamie looks amazing." <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, we're basing it on like the tiny little square cut out of him in a group in a Google Meet call. Dude, he, he looked uh, like he was glistening. <laughs> like, did he get a tan and whiten his teeth? And I don't know. I don't know. Lose ten more pounds, hey, Driver Jamie. If you're listening to this, you look. Freaking fantastic! Keep it up. You're looking he great. New said fresh he cut. bought a cold plunge. Yeah, that's. Did cool. you hear that? Yep. That's sweet. I want one of those. So there's a hike near our house in the town we just moved into, and the water is getting, I swear it's getting five degrees colder every day. Even though it's definitely not, it's it it for sure is getting colder though. We call it the cold plunge. It's probably high fifties. It's cold enough, but by the time winter comes, it probably be. 40 something low 40s maybe high 30s who freaking knows took driver jamie he loved it so much he bought a cold plunge that's awesome and it's good i think there's some good it? health, be health benefits no i've never done well I so what i'm learning water. i'm reading a book currently called the biology of belief 
Okay. And it's written by a cell biologist. And he talks about, he kind of ties in cell biology to everything, kind of like the, how things come to be quantum physics. So he ties it into all of it. But the, a cell, like a single celled organism, is all it is is like proteins. It's proteins that are like gears and operating with each other to make the cell. That's what a cell is. So when you go into cold water, mm-hmm. it produces cold, cho- cold shock proteins. Okay. which are apparently extremely good for you because everything is protein. Nice. Who knows? I'm just making that up. <laughs> I'm just, I just made great. that up. Yeah, all right, I like it. But have you done a cold plunge before? No, I need to. I want to get on that You've train. never done one ever? Well, not intentionally. Have you taken a shower as cold as you could possibly yeah. do it? You know what I actually did? Okay, this is a little weird. In high school, every shower, I cranked it to cold to, to end it. Really? Uh, it closes all your pores so you don't get acne. Fun fact. There's some science for you. Oh. So you take a hot shower and then crank it to cold and get yourself cold and it tightens up your skin and you don't get acne. <laughs> really? Yeah, I mean, that it worked for false. me. Oh my God. <laughs> I never got acne. Yeah, but <laughs> cold showers are good. Contrast showers are good where you would go back and forth between hot and cold. I can't wait But I for think someone. you're supposed to end with, <laughs> I think you're supposed to start with cold and end with hot. That could be false as well, oh, for God's sake. Oh, boy, we're going so. down a rabbit hole. All right, let's go back oh, to SMX boy. real quick. A couple things about Jet. Okay. One, right-hander before the left-hander before the finish. Jumping into that inside rut was the coolest thing I've ever seen. No I idea? Which you're talking All right, about. cool. I'll try to find a video. But can I just say that this made me so happy, okay? I get hands for whoever's winning this thing oh. tomorrow. <laughs> Oh, dang. Dude, are you kidding me? I was like, <laughs> I was, he's like, he's like the the little brother hanging out with the older brother's friends. Yeah. He's like, who wants to do it? Not only did he raise his hand, he was like, couldn't have raised it any higher. Dude. What a weird question to ask at a, um, a press conference. A press conference. I'm sure the other guys were just annoyed by it, but that's funny that nobody raised their hand. And then Jet. Jet just doesn't hesitate and raise. And by the way, didn't care that nobody else raised it. Dude, that that's that was epic. This is why he's a Jet's so much better at marketing than he would ever realize. Yeah, but then he also just he he canceled it out because that was yeah he definitely canceled himself out on that <laughs> that was yeah. here and then what he did after the race in his podium interview was here and it canceled he's now neutral so he's yeah. going to the next race neutral he's that's a good way to look at it yeah that's a good way to look at it um i wish i could find a video i'm not gonna find Wait, a video so what it did though is it made me just people overreact to absolutely everything and there's so many things that happen in the sport and outside of the sport that nobody's going to care about anything in he could have killed somebody on live broadcast and nobody's going to care in four days right right it's the you're only good as good as your last race concept i right? clicked in and i i went to, i saw roxon's post right it popped up on my thing i read it and i was like oh and Ooh, i something happened. <laughs> clicked into his comments read the comments not great comments for jet Went to Jet's page, clicked into Jet's most recent post, which was before the one he just put up from the race. So it was kind of old. It was a week or two old. All the recent comments were negative. Mm. And as I was reading that, I like kind of pictured the, the, 
the conversations that would take place, like between the jet and the family and Lucas stressing out about it and trying to like put out fires. Mm -hmm. And I've, I'm just thinking to myself, like, who cares? Like, nope, nope, who? Because it all boil, what it all boils down to really is like, is it a good person or is it not a good person? If he, if he had an oopsie daisy moment, yeah. Who cares? It was an oopsie daisy. I mean, I don't really get what happened <laughs> because what's your th what's your theory? Well, so you know what's actually interesting is I got a message from somebody on Instagram randomly. It was like, "Hey, you know Jet? Was he telling the truth?" Is what they asked me. Which one? I'm honored to be asked a question <laughs> leading with you know Jet. That was super cool. Um, is he telling the truth? So what is his truth? What, what did well, Jet say? Where it said? Well, Jet got on the podium. He's like, like, oh, I was doing the math, like whatever. Like he was wondering if that was even true, because, like, somebody could have told him, like, like maybe, I don't know. I think he was questioning like whether Jet just let him by because he like didn't want to get passed. Oh, or I no. That's what I said. I'm like, Jet doesn't, he wouldn't just get up there and lie. Yeah. Like, he was that actually probably good, doing math. That is a good theory, though. Yeah. Because there are some people out there that would not want to get straight up past. Right. And would come up with some weird excuse. Because Roxon was coming for him. Yeah. I don't, Jet like, wouldn't be that type of person, I don't think. That's because what I Jet said. Because Jet in yeah. the past has proven to be the person that will take second. Right. Or third, if he needs to, just based on the day. Same with Hunter. I don't think that's inaccurate theory i think he was doing the math in his head yeah and i think him saying that is also fine in fact he could have said that i think the, the all what he should have said it's easy to just think about it after the fact all of all course. he had to say was uh roxanne was riding great i didn't feel comfortable going that pace when i did the math in my head and realized i could get second and get the overall i just felt like right. letting him by because I didn't feel like going that pace the rest of the moto. I appreciate the thought process. Which is basically what he said. Yeah, I know. I, I, it's one of those things. I said gift, which I feel like the trigger word there is gift. That would be the trigger word because I do think everything else he said was kind of fine because honestly, like he probably. But he meant the literal sense of the word of gift. No, I know. Yeah. So that's what it's like. Because yeah. he's a nice kid. Yeah. He literally meant a gift. <laughs> he's not trying to be a jerk, you know? Yeah. And I don't think, I don't yeah. honestly think Roxon's first reaction was, oh, how, why would he do that? You know? Like, I don't know. I This is all speculation. But what I know about Jet is, like, he was telling the truth. You know what I mean? He wasn't, like, lying up there. But um, it was kind of an interesting. I just, I can't believe, like, it doesn't make When I turned it up, because I was in bed with Allie, yeah. when I turned it up, Allie heard the interview. Yeah. And she goes, oh. Yeah, what happened there? Well, Jet's also never, that's never really happened to him before. Yeah. So you know it, what I mean? It's fine. And it, and I think that's probably the reason don't, why we're. Can you not clip this? Even though this yeah, clip, clip would do well, just oh, don't do clip so it. Well. Yeah. I'm making an SMX clip. Um. Yeah, it can fall into another clip, but don't clip this specifically. Yeah, no, and I don't even think it matters because it's just like, it is what it is. Because it, it, the clip would do well, but I don't know. Yeah, you don't need to profit off of it. I just don't want to add, because what we're doing here, if we create a clip specific around that, is kind of going against us saying it doesn't matter. 
That's a good point. Because whatever thumbnail you create oh, yeah. is going to... No, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. I think yeah. that's the verdict. Yeah. But making a clip out of it makes it sound like it matters. Anyway, all that to say, <laughs> uh, winner takes all around three. But no, I mean... Uh, uh, so Roxon could win it? I think so. I think it's between... Roxon's riding freaking fantastic, Dude, by the what way. happened? This is Roxon's like, type of event. It's a shorter race-ish. It's a weird track layout, which requires bike skill to be able to adapt to, which Chase and Jet both have. But, yeah, I feel like this is a good scenario for Roxon. Well, I think what's surprising... It's well, hard to pass. I don't want to say surprising. I'll say surprising. I was surprised at High Point when Roxon came out of nowhere and was like one of the only guys this year to lead a lap in front of Jet. Yeah, I wasn't surprised by that either. Well, but like, what's... He's just... He, I mean, he's riding amazing, dude. Like, really well. It's cool. Roxon is, to a certain extent, the type of, like, falls into almost the category of fixed mindset of, like, talent. Mm -hmm. A little bit. Because anytime there's a, a time, every, anytime there's an opportunity for him to prove that he's talented, he shines through. He'll get a good start of when, like, he needs it the most. Or he'll prove people wrong when all of a sudden, like, you think he needs to prove people wrong. Or he'll show up to high point and he'll pass Jet or whatever happened, lead Jet for a little bit. I don't remember what happened. Just because. I feel like that's a weird, and it's, but it's not sustainable. But it's been sustainable in the past. Yeah, I'd like to. I don't know. He's so, so German, he can't figure his mindset out. <laughs> I want to know more about the way he thinks. I'm curious about Roxon. Yeah, he's killing it, man. He's killing it. And he just had another baby. Yeah, dude. All right. Questions? Oh, shoot. What okay. are we at? 45 minutes? Yeah, sweet. 15 minutes of questions? I like that idea. All right. Uh, submit them. Do we have the new account set up? Yeah. I haven't seen it in action yet, but we have podcast questions. The account. How do people find it? Oh, jeez. Let's not announce it yet. No, no, no. <laughs> we, we can because I want to initiate it ASAP. Okay. We just, can you do me a favor? Okay. If I forget, can you, t can you text right I'm now? I'm going to text Tony. Okay. So we Tony. have created an account inside Moto Academy called Podcast Questions. We've done this because... Now it's going to be me probably hopping in this van and answering questions without Cam being here. So we don't want you sending your questions to Cameraman Cam anymore. Right. Send them to the account podcast questions inside of the Moto Academy app. You have to be a, an app subscriber to be able to submit your questions. Club.themotoacademy.com. Subscribe. Once you're in the app, find the profile podcast questions and submit your direct message to them. Uh, still would prefer videos. Over what? A text question? Yeah, no videos. Oh, videos only. Still. Yeah, definitely videos. Okay. Way more, way right. more fun. Great. Do we have a bunch? Yeah, let's do some. Longest question ever. Hey guys, what's up? Hey, look at my book here. I got this book. Yeah, it. it's a pretty good book. I like it. I haven't seen that copy. Also, I'm in the, in the in the middle of the woods here, just going Ryan Hughes mode, chilling in the wilderness, reading a book. It's Pike's Peak up there, you know, pretty peaceful over here. Actually, Pike's Peak. Anyway, cool. I got a question about riding. Scrubbing landings. 
I've found myself lately absorbing a nu- absorbing knuckles off of jump jumps that I come up short on a little more aggressively, tilting the bike maybe a little hmm. bit, just absorbing the bounce from the case a little more aggressively. And I saw a Johnny Hopper Instagram video. I know. I mean, I saw I saw it after I started doing that. It was of Jason Anderson doing the same thing in Supercross. He was doing it way better. <laughs> this guy's hilarious. So, but I remember you, AJ, oh, doing a video over. of you where you were riding Supercross and you were scrubbing. Yeah, I'm sick with it. tilting the bike before you hit the knuckle yes. in the air. That's the idea. To then clear it because you were going to hit the knuckle. Yes. So you, tilt, tilt, you tilted the bike early to then clear the knuckle. So what, which... What's the case by case scenario? You know, how do you how do you how do you scrub a landing most efficiently, and safest? What's the case by case scenario? That's my question. Also, I'm I'm going to the Lakewood class in October. Sick. Should be fun. Should not be a thousand degrees out, like the first time I went. Excellent. I was supposed to go to I was going to go to Motor Academy Georgia in October but around that time but oh, yeah just gotta go class now that's whatever soon. it's all right that's all right so anyway thanks see ya just Dude, unbelievable what's his username that's AJ's finger guns that's AJ's finger guns <laughs> oh my god that delivery is unreal. wow that's hilarious great username funny funny Dude. that's that's great I that like that. Just, that good awesome. question yeah Good question. Can you possibly, if we clip this onto YouTube, can you enter a clip of me scrubbing a landing? Or there's one that uh, I just saw a video of Jet scrubbing a landing at Millville this year. A video of him doing it over and over again. Do you know what he's referencing? I can picture it, but I don't know if I have a video of it. Every time you say this, it's so hard to find, dude. Oh, yeah. One time I went searching for an Eli Tomac clip for like hours (laughs) and I never found it. And I just cut it so out. So hopefully the people know what he's referencing. We've got to yeah. find because some people might not know what we're he gave referencing. A great description. You can absolutely do that. Did you notice I did it today? No, you didn't see it, dude. What I did, did it win? twice. The triple step up. I I jumped it just short on intentionally because I thought it looked cool. Just short enough to where if I kept the bike straight, I would have cased the top and got a little bit of a bounce off the bottom. But what I did is I would let the bike hang sideways just for a second, and then right before I would land, I would pull the bike down into a scrub movement, and I would like, I would scrub oh, down the like, landing. Almost like, like knuckle it, but not really. Yeah, it, it would create no bounce. It's like, instead of getting the compression and rebound and the bounce, you, you scrub, you literally scrub that off horizontally on the landing. You have to do that at Bogey Rose. So I probably do have a shot of it on that uphill double, Albert Sleep. Like you have to kind of. Yes, I was doing it there. Yeah. Okay. Got yeah. it. I'm good at it. And Congrats. it's fun. I think it looks sick. Like there was something I saw somebody do. I don't know if it was Josh Hansen or who it was. Probably. Just long enough ago in Supercross where I'm like, that's sick. I want to learn how to do that. And it's effective in Supercross. It's mostly effective when you jump like an on off. If you go single over table. Because then you're catching a really steep backside, or sometimes even when you go on off, you can go step on, and if it's an off where like you don't have much lift, you can do the little scrub movement on the off. Especially if you can't afford a little bounce because you got a triple. You do after that a lot off. in Supercross. Actually, yeah. I'm, I'm sick with it. You do it a lot in Supercross. It's necessary Everywhere. because yeah. what you, you don't want that little bounce because then you're you'll do 
one of these right. off the next jump. Right. So, yeah, it's slightly higher level. So AJ finger AJ's finger guns is pretty good, apparently. Okay. Why do I feel like AJ's finger guns never submits riding footage ever? I've never seen him ride. Because I feel like I can't remember him riding. But AJ's finger guns, send me riding footage if you've got it. Unless we've been communicating this whole time and I'm just spacing out. <laughs> what was his question? I don't know. What's the right way to do it? <laughs> What's his way versus the other way? I don't know if it was how to do it or oh, what to do. For God's sake. I'm not watching it again. It's, it's, high, it's, it's pretty high level. It, it, and it's typically done when you're going to come up just barely short on the obstacle. Obviously, it would not be effective if you're going to overshoot the obstacle. And it's not really effective if you're going to clear the obstacle perfect. It's almost like if you're going to hang a rear wheel on it and you don't want the little ricochet of a bounce, you can quickly turn the bike to the side the same exact way that you would do it to scrub a takeoff. And it will, yeah, be careful. Johnny Hopper's great. Just be careful. Some of his feedback or uh, videos that I see as far as technique on YouTube is actually completely inaccurate. So just have to be careful. About I that. mean, I think at times it's supposed to be. That's kind of his. We oh. met him. Yeah. And he's very nice. Like, but yeah, it's I, just his character. Yeah. Or whatever. But, okay. Yeah. But just be careful if you're watching anything instructional from him. Uh, just make sure you double check it with me just to be sure. Uh, still don't remember what his question was, but yeah, basically come up just a, a hair short. If you are coming up a hair short, you can, we'll, we'll enter some videos in slow-mo. I don't think I have anything in the app for that, right? I don't think so. It's one of the few things inside of the yeah. app that I don't have. I mean, if you think AJ's finger guns, think of anything else, technical, yeah. tricky, something that you do rarely, or maybe you've seen somebody do and you've never tried it. We have a video on how to do it inside of the app, but that specifically, we don't. So we hmm. should do that. And I need to then think of a better way to explain it because clearly I have no idea how to explain it. Yeah, that's like, well, I mean, it's just like learning how to scrub. I, you know the one I mean? thing I it's do, like, I could do it both directions. You just kind of do it. <laughs> you have to hang, you have to wait, 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 and then last second pull the bike. That's, yeah. Is that what that it is, looks like when I'm doing you it? Do. Yeah, it's like you almost are kind of like looking into it and you're, you're letting your bike float. And then you yeah. snap it in. It's almost similar to like an oppo whip, hmm. where when you do an oppo whip, you let the bike hang, 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 and then late in your trajectory on your in the air, you try to almost like get your shoulder under it, and then you pull down as late as you can. If you pull too early, you'll overcorrect and you go the other way. And then same thing with the, the scrub and the landing. If you do it too early, you, you're gonna overcorrect. Right. So it's like hang the front end up and out the tiniest bit right before you go to land pull it back i'm talking like as you're making contact you're pulling the bike back so that's what's weird about it but it's yeah. cool because when you do it perfect yeah like if all you have to do is go look at the footage from right you know, i was doing it sick right if you look at that footage it looks like i am having the most gentle landing of all time and it feels really cool when you do it right so great question aj's right. finger guns cool unbelievable all right hit me with another one who, who's that? C. C. Brady. C. Brady. Hey, AJ, it's C. Brady. Hey, question for you. What pointers would you have for uh, for me trying to get better at uh, 
getting more aggressive with my turns in deep sand. I'm out in the desert. Most of my riding is, uh, is out at our local dunes and trails out there. Um, and I'm turning my attention to my, uh, to cornering. Um, that's, that's definitely where my form falls apart. I know that's my weakness. And so I want to start digging into that other than the basic attack position, um, uh, and the turns that you typically teach. Are there any, uh, other tweaks or pointers that, that I could, uh, that would help me, uh, lay turns over in that deep sand? I see guys out, some of the locals out there just out in the flat sand that just rail corners. And I'd love to be able to, to get to that point. Um, thanks for your help. All right, bye. Great question. Two things I would focus on. One, little to no breaks, period. Maybe no breaks, period. Two, in sand, you're going to start your acceleration way earlier in the corner. In sand, you're going to start your acceleration at the 1% mark, right at the beginning, ideally. In corner, like the corner we worked on today, I was coasting the first 50% of the turn. And that's what I do, right? I'm trying to think of what corner you were working. The right-hand turn, you come up over the roller into the right-hander. I was coasting the 50% of it. Wow. That's pretty normal in a rut because I can just come in with roll speed. My front tire is in a nice line that can hold me. I roll through, and I'm, I'm getting on the throttle 10%, 10 to 20% throttle just before the apex, so at the 40% mark maybe. In sand... You have to start to get comfortable, especially if you're going to go, f if he wants to increase speed a little bit, what do you need to do to increase speed, Cam? What do you have to do to the bike? What? To increase speed, what do you have to do? Dude, are you tricking me? No. Other than twisting the throttle. To, to go faster in a corner, what are you going to have to do? Dude, I just, <laughs> I don't know why I feel like I'm being tricked. No, you're not being set up. Let's see if you can answer In this. a corner? In a corner, if you want to go faster, what's one thing that you'll have to do? Dude, I don't like this. <laughs> Dude, I don't like this. You got it. Have confidence in yourself. No, just... Other than twisting the throttle, if you want to go faster in a corner, you have to... There's a lot of things you got to do. The one major thing. What are you matching throttle with? Lean angle? Lean angle. I wouldn't have said that. You wouldn't have? What would no. you have said? If you want to go faster in a corner, what would you have said? Well, there's a lot of things. Freaking stand up if it's deep, look ahead, <laughs> you know, be in the right gear. So it's complicated you, stuff. If you want to go faster, you've got to create more lean angle. And more lean angle in the sand means that you're going to have to be on the throttle right from the beginning to carry you through it. It's going to feel weird. It usually takes me a full day of adjustment of riding sand to get used to like going fast to be able to have the confidence in myself to get on the gas that early. The one thing you might experience, especially if you're running a sand tire, is you might feel the bike wanna crawl vertical and up and out of the line. That just requires more lean angle. So get comfortable with it. Also, depending on the type of corner, that might be a situation when you actually need to put your foot out. So a sand corner where I'm creating a lot of lean angle and going really fast is potentially the type of corner where I'd get my inside foot high and tight and get it up and out of the way. Depending on how much lean angle I'm creating. I'm, I'm picturing him watching a guy that's just like flying into a cool 180 turn and dragging his handlebar and making it look sick. And that's what he wants to do. Yeah. Don't we all? Also send some footage so I can make sure you're on the right track. But the biggest thing is on getting on the throttle early. Right.
Good question. Cool. One more. All right. One more. I'm Archer, freezing. Now, Archer, right? yeah, I'm cold. Archipoli just got here. Hallelujah. All right, here we go. Hey, check and see if this works. The question is, are you guys going to take this van to camps and do podcasts? Yes, we're doing it as we speak. Yep, we're at Winchester. The, the plan with the van, I'm not totally sure yet, to be honest. <laughs> Uh, I was going to get it wrapped, but I'm holding off just because I don't know exactly what use it's going to have. I, what? yeah, I'm at a crossroads with some, okay. So the, I picture this van being used for the, the privateer version of our supercross team, okay. kind of what we're doing now. Right. Keep it simple. Sprinter van, right. two bikes in the back, two 10 by tens, call it a day. We will do that again for this year's supercross, I think, but I'm not totally sure. As soon as we have our first facility up and running, there will be we'll have a semi and we'll have the, the more factory kind of team. And then I also still want to have this going to the races and have the privateer team. Hmm. As far as the van going to classes, though, it doesn't really make sense because it costs too much money to get driver Jamie driving all over the country. If it, if it regionally makes sense. So today I drove the van an hour and a half. Yeah, great. Excellent. So anywhere in the Northeast, if the van's already there, if it's on the way to a race and there's a class nearby, anything that logistically makes sense, absolutely. Because, yeah, the idea is I want to try and have all of our guests moving forward when we do have guests sitting here with me in the van. So we'll do that at races, and we'll try to do that as frequently as we can when it makes sense to do so. Who knows? It could make sense eventually at one point to have a driver in here to just be hitting podcast guests. Yeah, that'd be cool. See, so that way you could bring it to them because I think that's what Stevo does with his, right? Probably. He like, I think he just like will pull up to people's places, and then they just hop in the van, and so it makes it easy for the guest. Yeah, we got to do more guests, dude. So that, that, yeah, we got some New Englanders. What's we could just, I just, we could like have random Dakotas. guests. Yeah, but not even. I mean, anybody. Right. Just pull a random student in from class. If you weren't here right. today, I could have just pulled in one of the the, yeah. the 14 year old girl from class. It'd be hilarious to podcast with yeah. a 14 year old girl. Right. I could ask so many funny questions to just pick their brain about life. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. Uh, thank you for the questions. Club.themotoacademy.com. If you aren't subscribed at this point, for gosh sakes, Get inside the app. Shout out Driver Jamie. Uh, shout out Matt Flood. He'll, he's got to do some drilling in here. He's got to right? do some drilling. Yeah. Thanks, Matt, Matt Flood. Flood. Also, uh, I don't remember what I was going to say. Chipotle just came. I'm flipping so hungry. It's unbelievable. I, I what did you have for breakfast? What have you eaten today? I've actually eaten pretty well. You have? Yeah. I had. We went to Dunkin' this morning. I got bagel, cream cheese bites. Give them a three out of ten. Yeah. Uh, I went to Hannaford's and Keene. Got yeah. a Italian sandwich. Oh, was, so you ate lunch? Good. Oh yeah. I always eat lunch now. Oh, dude. Ever since I've been doing the gym thing, I eat so much food. It's insane. Yeah. I, I just have to. I like. I. Yeah. It's, I had a moment out of track this weekend. I think like my blood sugar dropped or something. I hadn't really eaten. Mm -hmm. I went like pale. Had to pull off. It was like not good. Oh, while riding. Yeah. It's kind of scary. And I just I just need to eat all the time now. It's kind of annoying. Yeah, I just don't eat. I had a bacon gouda this morning and a vanilla sweet cream cold brew. What? At 7 a.m. It's pumpkin season. Yeah, so here's you the thing. monster. Here's the thing. Before we sign off of this podcast, I've been getting the pumpkin spice cold brew. Pumpkin cream cold pumpkin brew. Pumpkin cream cold brew. The problem is 
I don't like ordering it in any size bigger than a tall because I feel like the foam to cold brew ratio is off. I like the foam. I'm very specific. I like this much foam. In a tall? And I like this much. Yeah. I almost, so like one to one. I Yes. I <laughs> almost like it one to one. Just ask for extra. It's Starbucks. You can tell them to do anything. Yeah, Dude, right. it's pumpkin season. Okay. So get pumpkin cream cold brew with extra cold foam. Grande extra cold foam. Yeah. Do it. That's what, what I'm doing. Yeah. Cause that was my, the, my strategy has been, and I'm bummed about it is just get a tall cause the ratio works out better. Yeah, I like no. that one to one ratio. So this morning I just got a, I went back to the stock order. I got a grande vanilla <laughs> no, sweet cream. We got to be on that factory order, dude. Okay. <laughs> like, come on, man. Good strategy, actually. Now, if if anybody is still listening, <laughs> I would be shocked. <laughs> I'm uh, driver Jamie. I apologize that we ended that podcast so <laughs> he's cosmopolitan. So yeah, he's so mad. Yeah, right I'm now. sorry. Although, whatever drink driver Jamie orders, what is that? Oh, dude, he and Mechanic Dan both get, like, Trenta, which is bigger than a venti, white mochas. <laughs> With, like, some type of caramel drizzle. Like, it, it looks like a dessert. Up. It cracks me up. It, it'll be 5 a.m. at Supercross. Oh, my God. And Mechanic God. Dan, yeah, can I get a, a, the biggest white mocha you can make me? I'm just like, Gosh. what? Yeah, when Driver Jamie showed me, what took the thing off the counter and walked away, I was like, what in the world? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Driver Jamie. For oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, same. We did it to Driver Jamie too. We had him up here on a pedestal with saying he looked good, and we just threw oh, him under the bus. So he's leaving this podcast neutral too. We're neutral. We're neutral. <laughs> Moto Academy podcast number one podcast in motocross. Thank you to the one to three people still listening. Toodaloo.